Yo, 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 it's the 1409 podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy, Gualamese World. Hey, we're at episode 137. Was it 136? I don't know. We in one of the episodes. <laughs> yeah, we're in episode 137. Got special guests in here, you know what I'm saying? Vice President of Marketing and Head of Operations at South Coast Music Group. You know what I'm saying? We got Mr. Garrett Williams in here. How you doing, sir? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, man? Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, we appreciate you joining us for real, for real. Show for show. Show for show. I mean, shoot, y'all, y'all know what episode it is. I mean, y'all, y'all do this on a regular, man. I mean, y'all pumping these things out, man. I ain't mad at you, man. That's what it's yeah. supposed to be about. It's one thirty-seven. Oh, yeah. Messing around, though. It's one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, we got the little introduction out of the way. Let's go ahead and get to the. Oh, whatever you may have. I don't know what you have. I don't know what you have. But I know what I have. So I'm about to pour that up real quick. Like we like to let the guests do the toast. So Mr. Garrett Williams, you're the guest tonight. So what, what would you like to toast to for this? Man, uh, I just want uh, what what can we toast to, man? Let's let let's toast uh health and health and whatever wealth is in your uh whatever wealth is to you. Let's toast to that and 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 a great release tonight with a. Uh, the surprise baby about dropping at uh, midnight. Oh, man. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get to it. Yeah. Ooh. Where's our special right. guest? <laughs> Look at little JT. All right, <laughs> Mr. Williams, how we like to start the show. We always like to ask the guests, man, what are three things people may not know about you? Uh, funny things. Uh, okay, I got a learning disability. I got dyslexia. That's one. Um, I'm not Latino, Hispanic, anything like that. My mom from New Orleans, so I'm Creole, uh, but I'm black. Not saying no disrespect to any like to everybody. Think I'm Dominican or Puerto Rican or something like that. I'm just saying. Or in LA, I get a lot of like. Uh, I'm Spanish. So, uh, what else about me? Um. Man, I'm super humble and happy, man. That's that's about it, bro. For sure, for sure, man. All right, so where, where you originally from, man? Where you grew up? Oh, man, I'm born and raised in L.A., man, on the west side of L.A. Not west L.A., but, like, if you're from L.A., you know, uh, uh, the 110 freeway divides the east side and the west side of L.A., like, in the community. So, you know, I'm on the west side of the 110 freeway. So um, I grew up all on the, uh, on the west side, Gardena. Uh, Lamar Park, Ladera Heights, Jefferson and Crenshaw. So I'm all on the west side of LA. Hey, for sure, for sure. sure. Shout out to shout out to the Cali roots, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I know we we always get the last uh, uh with the music with people loving this, but you know, I feel like us from Cali, we always uh are influential in everything, you know what I'm saying? You might catch in other people's music, but you know, it always starts out here. I know our music is just different for other people, but I feel like you know, you'll see the sprinkle and stuff. It was funny, man. I always used to laugh when people used to tell us people was wearing khaki suits and stuff and Dickies talking about y'all wearing church pants. And then, you know, later on in life, you see Beyonce video, Crazy in Love with Jay-Z. And he got a whole Dickie suit on. So it's like how things just spread around, you know? Yeah, most definitely. You know, my time's on the West Coast. I I say y'all, y'all got some music. The music out there is it's a different, you know, coming from like 
the southeast. You know what oh, I'm saying? Like, oh no, definitely. The vibe is different, but definitely, um, you know, y'all be doing y'all thing, man. I was in some clubs out there, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, they be the West get lit too, for real. No, nah, I mean, I think the West Coast always got a, a connection with the South, man. I mean, you know, we all from the South, so it's like our roots, you know what I'm saying? And the Westward mm-hmm. expansion, it's like, you can't deny it. That's why, you know, back in the day, like Ice Cube and Scarface was tight, man. You look at, I look at all the influences I see in Atlanta with the Atlanta music, man. Or even like we were just talking about our artist Black Zach and how he rapping. I mean, the storytelling and stuff like that, you know, that's, I feel like that connection there, you know, we always were able to bond with the Southern music, you know? Facts, big facts. So, man, you know, how was it? How was your upbringing coming up growing up on the west side? I mean, yo, look, I can't complain, man. You know, it's always ups and downs, man, but I, I had a great life, bro. I was, uh, like I said, I had a learning disability. I wasn't, you know, always keyed in on school as much just because, you know, I didn't know, you know, I, I didn't read, I didn't learn how to read till later on in life. So, uh, when I say later on, I mean, like, Philly, like, understood what my learning disability was until like 13 or 14. So, you know, my mother was an educator, uh, was a school teacher and ended up becoming a principal. So her thing was always, hey man, you know, regardless of what you do, you gotta go go get a um, a degree to fall back on. So I was able to uh, graduate high school, didn't know where I was gonna do next. And I was able to uh, get into a school called Florida a and University, FAMU. They had a great program now for people with learning disabilities. I'm actually mentoring a kid from there now that's in the summer program that I went to when I was in school down there. Uh, got out of school. Um, while I was in school, I uh, played as a fraternity, Omega Sci-Fi. And when I got home to L.A., you know, one of the bros out here was in the music business. And, you know, one thing led to another after, you know, a couple months of trying to get in. And he opened the door for me to get in. I can't complain about nothing, man. Look, I, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be where I'm at through the great times, the bad times. The, you know what I'm saying? I love it. Hey man, that's love there for real, for real. What, what was that time like at Florida A and M? We had a couple of guests that went to uh, that attended Florida A and M, so we liked oh, it. I'll be honest with you, brother. Like I, when I first got down there, I hated fam. You know, it was, and I, I, I won't say you know I was never a big thing a school fan. It was more of okay, cool. I'm getting away from home. You know what I'm saying? That was an outlet to get away, but. You know, going from a city like Los Angeles, going 95 miles an hour, you know what I'm saying, and going to a small place like Tallahassee, Florida, going 30 miles an hour was like a culture shock, you know what I'm saying? Not being around, you know what I'm saying, my other peers and stuff like that, but just how slow it was. But it was amazing after I stuck with it because I felt like I learned so many morals and values down there, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I didn't know that in L.A., but we just didn't speak like that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, t- I always tell this story. It was like the first day uh, I went down there for the summer program. My first day going back to school, I'm standing in front of my dorm room and uh, these two guys are walking towards me and they looking at me and I'm looking at them and my mom's right there. So, you know, I jumped in front of my mom and stood in front of my mom like, hey, hold on. And they got closer and closer and they, you know, they look and I'm looking at them and, you know, before they could say, I'm like, yo, you know me? And they like, huh? I'm like, man, you know me? Like, why are you staring at me? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, nah, bro, we just gonna say, what's up, man? You know what I'm saying? Introduce ourselves and say, you got a nice, that we like the t-shirt you had on. And I remember my mom packed, you know, slapping me in the back of my head, like, bro, this ain't LA, you know? But, you know, I wouldn't have thought no different. You know what I'm saying? It's, Thanks. So, I mean, it was like me getting down there and learning. I mean, me and those two guys are still good friends to this day. But it's just funny because, you know, I, I, 
that's the way I grew up. Yeah, yeah you uh, you thought you thought you had some problems, but they was really oh, just yeah. trying to uh, compliment you out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But that's you know you got to think that. I mean, I look at a lot of these artists today, man, and you know I look at a lot of these younger artists today, and it's like you know I I know every everything is. Hey, I'm I, you know I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna let all my information. I'm gonna tell everybody how I feel and this and that and on social media, this, that, and this. And I feel like you know sometimes. You got to step back and think about the future before you jump in there and just, you know what I'm saying, go off an instinct at that right moment, at that moment, because you never know what's going to happen later on in life, you know? For sure. One thing I always say, man, don't burn your bridges, man. I don't care if you don't like your boss or what you do, man. Look, man, don't burn your bridges because you never know what's going to happen later on in life. Yeah, that network, network got to be strong, right? Yeah, network got to be strong. I mean, look, bro, you, you know, that person might work for you. That person might later on in life, you know what I'm saying? You might need them for something else, but you know, you burn that bridge, you never know. I miss mean, a lot of people I work with in life that, I mean, I couldn't stand and I didn't get along, but they never knew that. You know, I, I still did what I had to do. You know what I'm saying? I still do what I have to do when I run across people that I have to work with that, you know what I'm saying? We might not think the same and I know, you know, they getting over and stuff like that, but look, you never know. Basically, yeah. sometimes you got to be cordial. What was you saying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cordial, look, man, you ain't got to be everybody's friend to work with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just got to, you know, be, be in the kind of, like, let's take y'all show, for example. Say y'all fall out, but this show becomes the biggest show in the world. Y'all going to stop doing this show and mess up the money? Or you going to do the show? Y'all might not, not like each other, but hey, y'all going to do the show. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes stuff going. You know what I'm saying? Keep stuff going. For sure. Yeah, I feel that 100%, bro. I always got to keep a good uh, working relationship. It's, and mm. one thing somebody told me, especially, man, when it comes to business and these working relationships is try to keep emotion out of it as much as possible. Because at the end of the day, it's a business. You know what I'm saying? It's about business. Same. Would you just at the end, at the end of the day, it's about business. At the end of the day, it's about business. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you, you might meet a lot of friends in this game, man, and you realize that it's business. When, it, when, they, when people back up against the wall and they feel like you ain't did what you're supposed to do, that friendship go out the door. It's like, yo, what's up? Like, it's business, you know? Mm. So I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. I put my best foot forward. You know what I'm saying? I, like I tell people a lot, like my boss, Arnold Taylor, you know what I'm saying? That's my boss. But me and Arnold, we met at Interscope. You know what I'm saying? Arnold and me were in the same department. I was the director of urban promotions. Arnold was our national in uh, North Carolina, you know what I'm saying, for Interscope Records. And at the time, you know, me and Arnold had to work. I worked with all the nationals and regionals booking artists with all the radio stations back then. So, you know, we we built a rapport and a bond and a brotherhood, you know. And at the end of the day, Arnold's my homeboy and my brother, but Arnold's my boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I'm never going to not, not, you know, realize that that man pays my bills. You know what I'm saying? That man gave me the opportunity and I, uh, the chance to leave. You know what I'm saying? And and banked on me to come over here and help him career. I mean, continue to grow his empire. So I know me and Arnold are brothers, and that's my friend, but I'm never going to not perform because, oh, man, he ain't going to trip. Nah, that's still my boss. And if we don't make it happen, then, look, we ain't got nothing. If we, if we don't make it happen and stuff doesn't keep going right, then what, what we going to do? We got to start cutting the legs off people. Really got to maintain that professionalism, even though you know you got to keep the personal and the business separate. You know you got 
take care of the business at the end of the day. I feel that 100%. Yeah. As long as I'm doing my job and doing my job 100, not, you know what I'm saying, it's 100%, but I'm trying to give 150% of everything I do. So, yeah, as long as I'm doing that, then shoot, we're going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right, so you uh, you transitioned from uh, FAMU, and you say you linked up with some of your people in L.A. What, what, was, what was that experience like? You know, coming back from FAM, you know, um, it was different because I didn't come home every summer. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm not like we always say, I say, you wish you can go back and change things. I love everything I did. I I did when I when I was leaving FAM, wish I would have stayed in the South a little longer. You know, I, mm. I love the South and I always eventually feel like I'm going to end up back there. But at that time, you know. Atlanta was just starting to pop with the music and LA was, you know what I'm saying? The only place besides New York that had a music base. So my thing was like, Hey man, I'm gonna come home. I'm gonna utilize staying with some family members, my parents or my, you know what I'm saying? My cousin, something like that. So I could pay them some money just so I can try to get into this music game. Because I mean, you look at college students now, man, say somebody from South Carolina that goes, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, North Carolina and T and graduate want to get the music business. They going up to New York. I mean, shoot, you ain't getting nothing in there for less than a G. You know what I'm saying? And if you paying a thousand dollars, you probably sleeping in the closet. So it was my my goal was to come home. You know, figure it out, get into the business bit, music business. Obviously, when I came home after those first six months, you know, Sally May started calling, talking about she wanted her money back from college. So <laughs> you know, I I started working as a case manager. Like I said, I met one of my older frat brothers out here, uh, Mo Kelly. He was actually working at Interscope for the president of Black Music, and me and him connected and stayed in contact. And he told me every, you know, whenever he was going to leave, he's going to put me in position to sell myself and try to get a position. And so that eventually happened. He went to go work for the Jim Rohn show, and he gave me an opportunity to uh, sell myself. Uh, I had a great interview when I first walked in. I didn't get the job because I didn't know anything about the music business. And, you know, that's one thing about the entertainment business, period. I mean, even with some of these other businesses, man, it's, it's who you know and what experience you have. Don't get me wrong. I never tell nobody not to go to school. College is amazing. But it's who you know and the experience you have. Big fact. So you said uh, you was under the president of Black Music? Yeah, I was under this. I went in an interview with this gentleman by the name of Steph Johnson. Um, Steph Johnson, you know what I'm saying, a legend in the game. He told me, we went in there and talked for two hours. Actually, he, he's from Florida, but uh, he went to school in New Orleans. And when my people's from New Orleans, man, we talked for like two hours. I'm thinking I nailed this position. He got called to a meeting asked me two questions. Like, oh, bro, I can't hire you. I don't know nothing about the music business. I'll keep your, your resume on file. Nice to meet you. And, you know, I went in there suited and booted. I'm already getting laughed at when I walked in there because I'm I'm a professional. You know what I'm saying? College graduate. Let me go ahead and put on my suit and tie, get this, you know, presentation all that I could. So... I was going back downstairs to go get in the car to go home and Morris came downstairs and was like, hey, man, come back upstairs. I want you to meet this gentleman by the name of Kevin Black. Um, went in there. Me and Kevin Black had a great conversation and he's like, look, bro, you got to quit your job today. I'm going to give you a week trial. You mess up three times. I'm going to fire you. So you want to roll the dice and bet on yourself or what you want to do? And I rolled the dice. You rolled that dice and you you won, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, I crapped out twice, man, but then one crapping out the third time, and I wasn't gonna do <laughs> three times in a row. But I mean, it was great. I mean, at that time, man, Kevin Black was one of the biggest people at Interscope Records. He ran the rap department. He was the VP of the rap department. But Black was kind of like 
like a school mascot for Interscope. Like he was in every hip hop video back in the day. You know, he started his days with Death Row Records with Suge and, uh, um, you know, Dr. Dre and Snoop. He left there and went to AM Records and uh, started uh, being the president of Twism Records with Shaq. And he was running Shaq's label. And then, like, I, my bad, left left Shaq's label and went to work for AM. And then AM um, Records and Geffen Records and Interscope Records all merged into one and became the president. Uh, the rap department and back then at the rap department that didn't that was including like all you know the mix show and then street teams was heavy back then where you see all the poster boards and the cars wrapped and stuff back in the day and he was over that but black was like like i said he was the mascot so when it came to doing work like black black okay cool you go handle all that i gotta go out in the streets and do x y z so me not knowing stuff and having to teach myself and ask ask so many questions, it was it was great for me because I was able to learn and soak up all that knowledge. So by the time he would come back or something would happen, I would know how to fix the situation before it even escalated to be something bigger because I had to learn how to do it by my own. I learned from experience. Learned from experience. Big man, like I said, man, what you know <laughs> it was gonna take you a long <laughs> way, bro. Facts. So do you do you feel like uh with you becoming it, going into the music industry, you just had a love for music or, you know, what inspired you or what pushed you to, you know, get into the music industry? When I was a child, I mean, I love music all my life, bro. But when I got, when I was a child, my uncle, uh, rest in peace, man, he was in the music business and I didn't know what he did in the music business. But I'm just like, you know, to see a black man and obviously, you know, I'm older than you guys. So me, you know what I'm saying, being a black man, you know, as a child growing up in the 80s, and seeing my uncle like just be the man, you know what I'm saying? Traveling here, we going to all the different games. He went to, he took me to go see Michael Jackson at the Dodger Stadium. I think I was like three or four years old. Like he was the guy, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, man, seeing how everybody loved him, but it didn't even seem like he worked because he was in the music business. And at that time, it was like the music business was printing money up, you know what I'm saying? Like he was having a ball. So I always wanted to get in the music business, you know, since then. And then my love of music just, you know, kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. So, you know, I knew when I got out of school, all I wanted to do was get in the music business. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I just wanted to get in the music business and be able to navigate to get to where I wanted to be at. Which then, you know, I was in the urban, I was in the urban department doing radio promo for like the first 10 years of my career. And I'll be honest with you, like, I didn't even like the radio department I didn't like calling, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't the guy to call, get on the phones and call PDs and MDs and, excuse me, program directors and music directors and mix show coordinators and mix show directors and ask for spins. Like, I had like a more creative thing, so a uh, mind state. And they created a position for me, which I kind of did the marketing in that department, even though we have a whole marketing department that market our artists, I would market them different in my department of the urban uh radio department so it was good man i mean i i love that part but then i was at my boss left uh step left and my boss garnett left uh a new regime came in and you know it was funny i was i was offered the job to take my old boss's job to make you know a lot a lot of you know take a big jump in the salary but my passion wasn't in that so i you know, I turned it down and I had to restart all over and I went into the marketing department not knowing, you know, the, the technical things to do with marketing. But I got in there 
And I succeeded because of my creativity and, you know, my relationship skills and my personality and I'm a hard worker. So, so what did, what did this, what did these job, this job entail when you got into the marketing sector segment? Of- oh man, you know, it was, it was basically about marketing, you know, marketing acts at the time, you know, when you, when you're at a record label, you know, the market at the time, a product manager, marketing director, I mean, they're actually basically like the project manager. They, they manage the project in the building, you know what I'm saying? So you're the liaison between the artist and manager and getting all the information from the building and filtering it to them and getting the answers from them, filtering it back to the label. At the same time, you're trying to use creativity to break these acts. So with all that being said, you know, there's budgets involved. So you need to know how to, you know, work your, your quarterly budget to break, excuse me, your quarterly budget to break these acts. So, I mean, at the same time as you co like kind of like co-managing an act, you still have to come up with different marketing plans to execute to break these acts. And to me, that's the fun part about it. I love like coming up with like creative ideas and trying to like, okay, what do I know the people want to see or what's popping in the streets that I know we can flip and use it for this act, you know? Yeah, so basically you had to find a different recipe for each particular artist because every artist was different or oh yeah, definitely, bro. I mean, that's like you guys doing interviews now, man. Every every interview on here don't talk the same. Every interview person on here don't, you know what I'm saying, don't um walk the same. I'll be obviously you guys deal with a different a lot of different personalities, just like being a marketing, you know, you have to be able to adapt to every situation. So it matters what artists, you know, I, I had the artists from Little Mosey and then I had Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> like those are two different artists and two different, you know what I'm saying? Genres, two different age groups, you know what I'm saying? Then I had, you know, K-Camp and then I had Baby. Then I had, you know, some some lower tier artists that did R&B music and then I had some uh, a female rap artist. So it's like, you have to you have to be able to adapt to that situation and know and tap in with that artist and, and figure out what they like and you know what information they know and basically you know help them become a better person. My biggest thing is I never want to work in with an act that you know failed because I feel like this is what you want to do. This is how this is what you want to come here. This is what, how you want to change your life. I don't want to see you fail because if you fail, you're going back to the community and I don't know what you're going to do. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't realize, you know, these acts, man, you know, they give it, they all, and if they, they don't make it, you know what I'm saying? They deal with the different depressions and stuff like that. They, they got to go back to that community. Like, Oh man, you wasn't successful. Oh man, this and that. And you never know what's going on. So my thing was always to put 110% into each act to do my best to make sure, you know what I'm saying? They succeed in their goals and their dreams. And I would, you know, have those conversations. Like, man, you don't want to do this interview, but you'd rather be working over here this odd job that you don't really want to work. I mean, you had an opportunity to do something and you was you have an opportunity to be great. Yeah, most definitely. Because going back home, they got to deal with all the different questions and yeah. all, all, all of that. that all that. I mean, you, 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 you think about, you know, I think we all have friends. Like, I remember when I went, when I, like, I was younger, man, you know, growing up in L.A., when I found out I had a learning disability, my mother shipped me out to the school in the uh, valley. In the school, you know, what I'm saying I only had like 200 kids in there, but man, majority of that school was, you know, families were upper rich. So it's like I'm trying to relate to these people over here at this school, and then I gotta come 
home and people are oh man you think you're better than us because you're going to school in the valley with the rich kids so it's like you got to be able to balance that and you know that's hard for a lot of people that you know hey man i got signed i made a record deal i'm about to be big and then well what happened you ain't become big you know what i'm saying and you know they put all that weight on they they shoulders because they don't know how to explain what happened why it didn't work and this that and this. sometimes things don't work i mean you look at you look at certain acts that was in the game for years and you know it just wasn't a time and then all of a sudden you know it's a time and you know god blessed them you know what i'm saying or you know i feel like everything happens for a reason i'm trying to think of an act let's take um let's take two chains two chains when he first came out he was titty boy for years he was titty boy for Man. years he was on dtp for years he was doing this thing hey they are they, hold on one second one second baby hold on what up sir Hey, make sure y'all make sure y'all tap in uh for all your candle needs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make sure you tap in with J Love Candle Company. They got the candles and wax melts all handcrafted and hand poured in small batches out there in Katy, Texas, man. Go to jlovecandleco.com for sure, for sure. Shout out to Joni with the candles. Also, for your marketing branding, make sure you head over to I declared it dot info. They have 200 plus satisfied clients nationwide. And we can personally say that they can definitely help you get to the next level that declare marketing. So make sure y'all are tapping in with declare marketing. Also, Gualamese World just dropped that godly intuition not too long ago. So make sure y'all tapping in with that as well. You know what I'm saying? On all platforms, it's streaming on all platforms. Like every platform, it's not a platform yeah. that's not on. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> what would you say your favorite song is off of uh, "Golly Intuition"? Jeez, um, I gotta go with "Soul Diggers," man. That's probably my favorite one. Sorry about that. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. We uh, we know how to adjust to the live situation. It's all. Hey, good. yeah, man. Thanks for putting me on mute too, because I forgot to do that. But I'm just <laughs> Yes, sir. I don't, I don't know where we left off, but, uh, oh, yeah, Titty Boy, too. Yeah, so, I mean, look at all those years. I mean, he got on a song, and he started popping back. And, like, you know what I'm saying? This is after he had Duffel Bad Boy in 2008, 2009. And that record, they worked for at least nine or ten months. And that record blew. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, oh, him and Dollar's on now. And then it's like, okay, it went back down. And then he started doing those mixtapes, and he started yelling on the rec- mixtapes, two chains, and people thought it was a whole new rapper. And Titty Boy still doing his thing. And you know, look, you seen that lane, and he went for it. Got a whole new record deal, and now look where he at now. Ten yeah. years later, I got. I really got on it when that Cody and Cowboy came out. You know That's what I'm saying? Cool. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I- so I mean, you know, I look at K Camp, man. K Camp, you know what I'm saying? He was up. He was super, super up, and you had that song with uh, Michael. That record right there. I, was yeah. about, I love that record. I'm like, oh, this. I thought it was his record. Like, I thought oh, it was K-Camp song the whole time when I first heard it. But, yeah, <laughs> and then he was like, nah, that's Michael. I wrote the hook, and I, and I was like, dang. And then next thing I know, I see him two years later, and he back. You know what I'm saying? So everything always happens, you know what I'm saying, for a reason. You know what I'm saying? He had comfortable, and he was putting all this music out, and he was putting out great music. It just wasn't connecting. And look, he came with Lottery last year and was like, right back. 
Yeah, like his content is good. His music is good. I don't know, like why why people don't like really gravitate towards it because that we we brought with K Cap. So. I love yo Cap is one of the dopest artists. You know what I'm saying? Especially his pen game. Especially how humble, how he's hungry still. He great. His whole team is great. You know what I'm saying? Like his mom. You know what I'm saying? To the genius. You know what I'm saying? To the whole team they built is just great, man. Like, and I know regardless of. What it is, his long he's gonna have longevity in this game because his pin game is amazing. Oh yeah, man. Every time K Camp drops something, I'm like, exactly. Rock, exactly. Rock with K Camp. Man, to this day, like not to say, you know, I don't even work it, but we built a bond. I, I look at him as like a little brother to me. That's like my bro. I, I whatever he calls me or needs, I'm there for him. Like he's just like he's just a great individual. Sure. Yeah, that's that's facts. That's facts. So, but over the over the years, what 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 other uh significant events that you like to share with uh at your time at Interscope? What what other experience? You mean, what do you mean significant? You mean like like who else I worked with and stuff like that? Well, you can do that, but like some 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 things that happened that you're most proud of, like things like that. Oh oh oh. Okay, I got you. <laughs> uh. We used to do this event in Miami uh, for Radio One. Radio One is the largest um, black-owned radio uh, chain in America. So they got a uh, man. They own like hot, you know, hot in Atlanta, hot one hundred seven nine Atlanta. I'm trying to think of other radio stations y'all might have that know this Radio One. They don't know everything in South Carolina, but I think they got. I think they got something in Charlotte. But we started these big events with them, man. And, you know, that was, you know, we have to come up with creative marketing things. And they, at these events, what happened, they would bring all their Radio 1, uh, um, what are PDs, which are program directors, the people that actually uh, program the music of the stations, the music directors, and any significant person at that station, they'll bring them in. And you could have a meeting, you can, you know what I'm saying, bring artists in. And we would bring our artists in and just blow, just blow everybody away, have a bomb party, you know what I'm saying? Have them performing, free food, free liquor. You know what I'm saying? You said we, the times we did them was in Miami. Had a cigar guy, there. and those were just so great because it's like, man, the artists get to you get to bond with the artists more, but then you also get to bond with the people and make that connect with the artists and the people that's breaking their music on the radio. You know, and just to see all that interaction and then to take an idea and bring it to life was just always amazing. I feel that man, like out there in Miami doing the thing. People, people out there showing love. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that was great. But I mean, you know what, man? I, I think you know, anytime I used to work with artists and being on the road with them and bringing them to a, a different markets they've never been, or even even big artists that've been to those different markets and showing them something new, or you know what I'm saying? Those were great. You know what I'm saying? Those were real amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I could tell you. I didn't work with some of the biggest acts on the road. I can work with some of the acts when nobody knew who they were. And then all of a sudden they became the biggest acts. And just to see them, their growth and see all the hard work, you know, that, that, that was amazing. I remember, I remember going on tour when nobody knew who Robin Thicke was and we would go be on a bus and go into these little, you know what I'm saying? On the chitlin circuit. I mean, we, his first show we had, um, was at in in Baton Rouge at a club, but they turned the club from a Pizza Hut into a club. 
And he couldn't believe he was performing in this. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm a top tier artist. I got my band, a small thing. And man, by the time that show started, man, that line was wrapped around the block. We had to do two shows in one night. And he was like, oh my God, I didn't know. And it was like back to back to back to back. So it was just, it was amazing. Yeah, what man. would you say? Oh, my fault. My fault. I was just gonna say people sleep on that chitlin circle a little bit. Oh man, dude, like that, that's that's why I say that 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 southern that southern roots and style, that's never gonna change, bro. Like you need those, you need those things. I mean, that's why people survived back in the day, staying at the mom and pops uh, you know, facilities, the juke joints, you know what I'm saying? You stay you stay at a bed and breakfast at somebody's house, you know what I'm saying? You staying upstairs and coming downstairs and the woman in the house cooking breakfast, but y'all all in one house. I mean. You can't beat better promotion than that. For sure. I was going to ask, what, uh, what do you feel like is your your favorite market to work in? I don't want to say best, but what's one market you really like just love attacking, you know, bringing the new ideas and the different angles to the break these acts? You know, before, like, I ain't no front. When I got turned on to Atlanta, man, I got turned out. I loved Atlanta. Like, I was going to Atlanta, like, six seven times a year man i love atlanta like i used to love atlanta i still love atlanta to this day but right now it's like i, I don't even know what market i could say is my best market i like to be challenged bro like yeah. if it's not a challenge then then it's it's boring like you know what i'm saying you always got to keep your mind challenged and doing different things you know what i'm saying or you're gonna get stagnant and then it's like you're gonna become unrelevant so my thing is like, how do I break an act and, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a city, uh, some country place, country back road in uh, Nebraska yeah. or something, you know what I'm saying? How do I get the music here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, that, that that's my main goal, man, is to try to spread and get the message out, you know, and get the mute. But I mean, today, I mean, you know, it's not the simple things anymore. You got all these different social media things from, you know, TikTok, Thriller, you know, all the different things. You don't have radio stations all the time. You know what I'm saying? Podcasts are bigger than radio stations, you know? Like, so you got to touch everybody, you know? Like, you know, Bianca just set this up. She, like, kid, you might, man, whatever you need me to do, just, just tell me. Because right now, I got to spread the word about this South Coast Music Group brand. You know what I'm saying? I got to talk about all our acts, you know what I'm saying? I got to make sure that people know who Big Molly is. I need to make sure people know who Tia Corinne is, you know, who, you know, Black Zach is, who Tootsie is, who Baby is, which he's dropping something tonight at midnight, everybody. So I just want to make sure that, you know, I touch everybody and make sure everybody knows what's going on. So you got to always keep, you know what I'm saying, keep the foot on, put the, keep the foot on the gas, man. Keep your foot on people's necks and let them know what's going on. I thought that was one act you was gonna talk about. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What changing? Cause uh, we was on Baby before he was Baby. It's Baby yeah. Jesus. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. So, and, oh, I mean, I mean, bro. Listen, I could talk about Keisha Cole when she was like walking her car and nobody knew she would come up to Interscope and put like a, a, a sign on her shirt, like the only artist that signed here with not a record out, like. Until so until when she got big, you know what I'm saying? I think what's so great about baby and what's always gonna be great about baby is baby is who he is, but baby is a brand. And when when 
when you're talking to baby, meaning Jonathan Kurt, you're talking to Jonathan Kurt about baby. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he looks at it as a brand too. You know what I'm saying? Like he looked at me, oh, I'm gonna put this diaper on and go out there. This is gonna, you know what I'm saying? He's so creative in different things. So it's it's great to work with him because you know you gotta step your game up to do anything creative with him. You know what I'm saying? You can't come with the half ideas, the half step and stuff because he already thinks something bigger than that. I definitely agree with you, man. I feel like he he like single handedly got a hand in the change of how like videos are being made now too. Man. Like because you know, I, 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 yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I feel like there's so much creativity in his videos yeah. and stuff. It's crazy because you know the will the will always rolls. It's never broken, but it's just the way it happens. So. I go, if you want to go back, it's like, let's go back. And I mean, it's probably somebody earlier than this, but Buster Grimes had the crazy videos. You know what I'm saying? And then who came after Buster Rhymes? Missy Elliott, Buster, Missy. Missy comes. And after Missy, who comes? Ludacris comes. You know what Ludacris. I mean? Yeah. Ludacris has all them crazy videos. You know what I'm saying? And now I feel like now it's baby's turn. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, you got you to gotta keep, gotta keep these people entertained, man. You know, at the end of the day, we listen to music for feelings. I mean, sometimes it's sad feelings, sometimes it's happy feelings, but you you want to you wanna listen to the music and feel what you're trying to go after and get and feel. And the same thing with watching a video. Like, you don't want to go sit there and watch a video and they just stand there. You don't want to go to the show and just, you know, watch the show on stage and just stand there. Like, like, I feel like when you see something with Baby, he gives you a show. Baby's trying to be in the crowd with you. Baby's trying to shock you. You know and and it's so great by doing it. I mean, even all our last performances that we did over the last year, two years, I feel like every performance we do, we step it up. We step it up. I mean, from the first performance on uh, that we performed on Shug to, you know, we did the VMAs last year, and it was crazy because they're like, okay, cool, we know who he is. But for us to do the VMAs, and once we got it done and filmed and everything, and the whole network was like, oh, my God, like, they couldn't be. They couldn't believe the creativity it was. Like we were getting on these calls, and they were like, we were giving it to them straight. And it's like, this is what it is. And they're like, now nah, I gotta be more than this. And we're like, now nah, this is what it is. And we showed them, you know, and we got there and we laid out everything, and they were so amazed. It was so. It worked out so well. We did the VMAs, then we did the European VMAs, and then we did the African Award VMAs off of the first VMAs we did because he killed it so much. Yeah, he definitely put on puts on the show. Like that, there's no doubt about that. Like Yeah. You gonna people gonna remember that. Yeah. I mean, it's like for real, like it's it's always something. Like I remember the time he came out with the Jabberwockers, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. always you like you say, bringing the creativity and just doing something different. Sure. And what's so crazy about that is one thing about baby, he invests into his show. So a lot of people like, oh, man, I was, I'm just trying to go get this check. No, like, sometimes we brought out the Jabberwockies. Some of that wasn't in a budget. Baby paid for them to be there. You know, Baby paid them. You know what I'm saying? Like, he vests in his show because he wants to deliver the show because it's all about the fans. Okay. He wants to make sure, like, yo, you're getting your money worth because if you're not, then it's like, what am I doing this for? And that's a great film. I mean, like, I look at, you know, our other artist, Tia Karim, she... She reminds me of the same thing with baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's just coming up now, but like same create that same creativity, like the same things, but like super creative, super like 
I want to do this. I want to do this. She put out that Luigi video. I mean, it's like everybody's like, oh my God, like they can't believe, like, you know what I'm saying? How she clearly mixed in the Mario Brothers and this and that. It's like, wow, that's that's dope, you know? But she's so diverse. And you need that. You need that. You need to, you need to be able to cross over. You need to get that, 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 that person over here listening to nothing to rock and roll to understand your music. And you need to get that hip-hop person over there that likes your rock and roll song. So mm-hmm. I feel like you gotta be diverse in this game. Yeah, Tia Karen definitely is a, a really creative. We had the pleasure of interviewing her a few weeks ago. And oh, beautiful. She tells us how she has a hand in uh, the how her videos go and everything like everything. that. Everything. We had a call earlier today, man. I, I, I said something. She was like, and she checked me on the call, and I started laughing. And then she was like, yeah, just be quiet. Just just listen. And it was just funny because that's, you know what I'm saying? She was like, I got this. I got this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's just Tia, man. Tia is a great, great woman, a great mother, a great creative person. Like, I love Tia. Tia is a, I feel like all our acts are great and they, and they, they own their own lane. You know what I'm saying? All the way to the first lady that we got big Molly. Like, she's great. Like, just calling her and like, I sometimes I got to realize that you're only 19 years old because of the conversations we had. Like, it's amazing. Show. Yeah, most definitely like we had the pleasure of interviewing Big Mally as well. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm glad y'all did everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, we ain't got everybody here, but we, yeah, we, yeah, we slowly but surely. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Shout out to Bianca, you know. Nah, Bianca's all sis, man. You know, it's so funny, man. Uh, you know, Bianca's um handles a lot of our international press, man, and we talk a lot. I've never met Bianca yet, and I've been knowing her for over a year and some change now. And it's like we talk on through text or we talk on the phone. It's like I talked to you yesterday because that passion she has for music is the same passion I have. And it's like it just breaks barriers, you know? Yeah, yeah she definitely has a lot going on. She's helped. She helped with a lot of things people don't know about. And a lot of things. People need to know about that. So. I mean, her light's getting shined on her. You know what I'm saying? It's going to shine and shine more on her, too. You know, like, you know, I I think back and a lot of people always would tell me before, like, do interviews and, you know, put this out, put this out. And I never was that type of person. You know what I'm saying? And I had to have somebody actually come and tell me, like, look, bro, you know, you're different from other people. So you need to, you know, speak on different things the way you speak to everybody else on different things and let that be known. So it's not just once typical thing that everybody like okay that's the typical music person you know what i'm saying so that's why i look at bianca and a lot of people that i work close with that i lean on that you know what i'm saying lean on me that we work close because i know they see the bigger picture and the bigger light it's not like i gotta be standing in the club next to the artist you know what i'm saying yeah i feel that i feel that yeah but uh, shout out to her she's uh she's been uh making it happen <laughs> no she's definitely she's definitely good like i said man you know i can't wait till i finally do get to meet her you know what i'm saying but i mean she's 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 amazing most definitely so back to uh south coast what what uh you got there around 2018 2019-ish so no so basically no i actually just left last year in the scope so what happened was you know baby you know uh when i realized arnold had the baby and I called Arnold to congratulate him on having a baby. He was like, yeah, man, you know my partner. And I'm like, your partner? And he's like, yeah, King Carter. And I'm like, what? Like, that's your partner? 
Now I met Carter like, you know, maybe like five years after I met Arnold because Carter used to be a rapper and my uh, old coworker, Mike Spivey, used to manage him. And they keep going to LA and me and Carter just got tight, you know? Another great soul, you know what I'm saying? Another vessel that's just like, okay, man, first time we met, we just clicked, you know? So he's like, hey, man, Carter, you know what I'm saying? He's my partner. And he was like, I said, like, man, man, y'all keep doing your thing, whatever you need. And two months later, I get a call from my boss at the time, like, hey, man, we just signed Baby. And Arnold said, you don't know nobody here. He wants you to run the project. So as soon as he told me, I'm like, man, I called Arnold. He's like, so you ready? That's the first thing he told me. I was like, yeah, man, I'm ready. Let's go. So when they first came to the building, Baby didn't realize me and Arnold were tight. He didn't know that we would like known each other for years. So, you know, we just start working and grinding. And my relationship I built with Baby and Baby, you know what I'm saying, you know, built a relationship with me and saw that I was grinding just like they were grinding. And eventually, you know what I'm saying, Arnold hit me the same way he hit me when I called him. And one day he was like, hey, man, you ready? And I'm like, ready for what? He's like, you ready to come over here with us? And I'm like, man, like I said, I've had many opportunities to leave. And I did say today, but like I had many opportunities to leave Interscope before to go workplace. It just never felt right. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was always something that's like, man, this don't feel right. But this one, this is the time it felt right. And I, it's crazy. Like I say, things happen for a reason because if I would have left, whoever know, whoever knew that I would be where I'm at right now if I didn't, if I would have left before. And at one point, there was one place I did want to go. It was at Epic Records with L.A. Reid was there. I met this gentleman over there by the name of Joey. I forgot Joey's last name, but he was a head of A and R. Me and him got we met at a uh, at a James Corbin um, show, and we start talking. We just I didn't know who he was. We start talking about hip hop, and man, he was like, "Man, you got to meet my boss." I'm like, "Your boss?" He's like, "Yeah, L.A." I'm like, "Okay." He's like, "You know what I'm talking about like, now?" Nah. He's like, "L.A. Reed." And I'm like, "You know, I always want to meet that guy." You know what I'm saying? It's it's one of the most, you know biggest person in the music business from him being in a group with the deal to him and you know what I'm saying uh babyface writing hits in the 80s and then you know the face records in the 90s you know what I'm saying and him and Ariston and then going to Def Jam's like man this guy is powerful you know what I'm saying so I went I went and met him and first day I met him we clicked and I started going back and forth negotiating and negotiating and all these things the woman started coming out somebody he was about to leave and I'm like man I called him one day he's like man I'm not going nowhere you good but it just didn't feel right, you know? And it's like, man, I want to work for this guy, but it just didn't feel right. So I decided to stay at Interscope and sign my contract with Interscope. I turned it in the next day. After I turned it in, he got let go. Mm. So it's like, even then, like, I really wanted to go over there and work with that man. And it was like, if I would have signed that contract, I would have never still never would have worked with him. That's fast. Everything happened for a reason. Like, Yeah, man. Accident for a reason so now it's like you know I'm like man i know my brother i know what arnold's about i know everything you know what i'm saying as much as of a man that i could know about him you know what i'm saying so it's like if i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave with somebody that i know that got love for me like i got love for him you know what i'm saying and i know what his drive is so it was a no-brainer when it was time to you know to leave to go work at scmg so you was working with Interscope, and then you went to South Coast. So you worked with Black Zach through Interscope as well. Yeah, that's how I met Black Zach. I was doing his marketing at Interscope. That's how I met Baby. I was doing his marketing. That's how I met Stun. I was doing his marketing. I didn't know them before. None of them. And then, you know, but it was like I bonded there so well with them. You know what I'm saying? Like jumping on the phone with Zach and his business partner, uh, Beezy, you know, getting on the phone with Stunner and like, you know what I'm saying, walking them through things or telling them things. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
one thing about me, man, it's like, yo, I don't care what time of day it is, you act I work with, yo, I'm picking up the phone. You know what I'm saying? If I don't, I'm gonna call you right back. That's why, you know, I said sorry when baby called. You know, I got to text him like I'm calling, but no, like it's go time. It's always go time. And yeah, we know how to adjust accordingly because things happen in the middle of live, and yeah, we just gotta adjust accordingly. So that's what I'm saying. Really. That's dope. That's what I'm saying. You know how to you know how to pivot. You know you you know how to adapt to a situation. Mm-hmm. Quick too. Exactly. You gotta be. You gotta be because you never know, bro. You never know what situation you're gonna be in that you're gonna be able to adapt to, Big or have to adapt to. You know. Mm-hmm. But then the situations you want to be in, though, when you finally yourself have to adapt because you know good things happening, you know what I'm saying? You feel like you the same every day, you know what I'm saying? And you you might need to move, make yourself uncomfortable, learn how to readapt to something else. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why I say, man, it's it's so great when I was working with these acts that I know where I have a big budget that, you know, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and we're going to make a little splash over here, which is a great feeling, you know? Because... You know, if you do like I can't, I can't market. You know what I'm saying? I can't market Tia like I market Molly. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care if you give me the same budget, you give me Tia. It has to be different. You know? Yeah. So it's it that's that's the fun in it. You know what I'm saying? How like how do we get the music out here so people can know what it is? And, and don't get me wrong, it's not an overnight success. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one thing I love about Nip was like, yo, he said it right. It's a marathon. You know, mm-hmm. you, sometimes you might fall in the back of the pack, but sometimes you might be leading that pack, you know? Yeah, but you keep it pushing. Keep that shit pushing. Keep it pushing. You got to keep, keep it keep moving. grinding for real. Exactly, bro. Exactly. And that's what's so good about it. Man, I can't wait to see what this podcast is in a year, you know? To say, hey, man, I was on episode 137, man. Hey, next year, you guys might do 200 episodes. You know what I'm saying? So just to see what's going on and see how you guys can keep elevating is amazing yeah we gotta put in yeah we definitely gonna be tapped in with you like you're gonna you're gonna see us for sure and we're gonna make sure we see you as well you know what i'm saying let's do it bro let's do it man let's 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 keep this going i mean i I look at you as a father now you picked up your kids and you know entertain them as you talking to me and now they've been gone for like five so it's like you adapted to that situation so it's like you got we just got to keep moving man like if you keep your feet moving man you ain't never gonna slow down yeah, yeah, I love that. I appreciate that for real, man. Like, real talk means a lot. <laughs> ah, real talk. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. I drink. I know I got my water, but I'll cheers to that right there. I'll drink to that. We didn't have no sounds in here. Let me. There it is, bro. <laughs> you get there that. Is, get man. that up here. All right, so what was it like working with with Black Zach? You know, we from South Carolina, so yeah. we Black Zach's fans you for know, some years. I love Zach, man. I love I I love everything about that man, bro. Like I love that he he don't stop. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I feel like Zach. If Zach came out ten years ago, Zach might be the biggest person in the music business. You know what I'm saying? As rapper, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he he came in on the end of the trap rapping, but he's still relevant in it. And you can tell now that he's you know what I'm saying re. I don't want to say recreating himself, but Sean, he's more of a CEO and businessman with Eli and Fat Lowe. You know what I'm saying? Because those records is getting out there to these younger generations that's adapting to Fat Lowe and Eli. But it's like, oh, wow, who's this guy on here that's killing the game, which is Fat Zach? I mean, excuse me, which is Black Zach, which is great. Like, 
you 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 don't see an independent artist that you know nobody knows have all these great you know what i'm saying mcs on a project before he's even known i mean i do have baby obviously because he's on la but i mean he had yo Gotti. you know what i'm saying he had a money bag yo this is all on one project you know what i'm saying like people beg to have one of those people on one project you know what i'm saying and this and it, it was all about a relationship thing like in bonding you know what i'm saying like it, it wasn't all about like oh man you know we're gonna do it because of arnold x y z yeah maybe arnold introduced him but it's the basis off of zach Zach's a very humble person like zach's the person to say you know what man if i'm making a rap game i'm gonna make it in real estate if i'm making it in real estate yeah i'm, I'm gonna make it in a car dealership if i'm making it in a car dealership that man don't stop he's he he's gonna keep going and going and going and he, you know what i'm saying one thing for him he's gonna be successful whatever whatever it's gonna take to get him successful and whatever trade he goes into that's what's gonna be in it trips me out that how young he is and he thinks like that. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. I love that. Yeah, man. Black Zach make me so proud to be, you know what I'm saying? Especially like being one of the biggest artists from South Carolina because we don't yeah. really have artists that, you know, they be from South Carolina and then they make it. They don't really claim it, but just him staying true to South Carolina and doing what he's doing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like KT said, we was fans from him like for for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Listening yeah. to Zach and just to see him like take off, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a proud well, feeling. First heard Zach, I was like, yo, this guy, he got it. Like it, and that's why I, that's why I say we so connected on the West Coast and the South. When I heard Zach, it just reminded me of damn man, I remember those days. Damn, I, I know what he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just it, it was just life, it was connecting, you know what I'm saying? It was like me and him. Or ten years apart, but it's like, man, I felt everything he was rapping about because you know, even though it happened to you ten years prior to me, I still know about that same situation ten years earlier, which is a great feeling. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, I think that's one thing that, you know, I I hope all artists make is timeless music because you know, timeless music means you can listen at any point in time and you can relate to it. You know, I mean, let's listen to. Your moms, your pops might play a record from um, Al Green, you know what I'm saying? Or Marvin Gaye, Let's Get It On or something like that. It's, those are records, like some of them artists got timeless records. It don't matter what time and, you know, what century you're in or, you know what I'm saying, what decade you're in, it's, you're going to still have that feeling. And that's what we strive to. And I feel like when I hear Zach's music, I feel like, you know, like, wow, like he's taking me back to that time. Like y'all definitely have the talent over there at South Coast. Like I could yeah, definitely man. like all all the artists, like the yeah. big Black Zach, Tusi, Big Mally, Tia Corinne, and Tino yeah. and his music. I'm about to say T yeah. I'm just you know what I'm saying. Arnold's super excited about him. I'm just getting into him. Uh we got this guy one of our young ARs, Jared Howard, he the one he manages Tino, brought him in and they've been talking about him. And I'm excited to work with him, man. I, I like to be so young, you know what I'm saying, to produce music and, you know what I'm saying, rapping and stuff like that. It kind of reminded me like when I first started working with Soldier Boy with Craig that it was like, man, I couldn't believe that kid was 15 years old and made that record and that beat and was out on the road doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, man, that talent is out here, man, for real. For yeah. real. It is. And uh, I, I love that Arnold's like sticking with breaking the Carolinas first, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, yeah. you don't have nobody that's on our label Besides the Carolinas, I didn't bought them people and other people bought them. He was like, bro, until we put this Carolina all the way on the map, 
we we ain't signed nobody unless they from the Carolinas. Hey, I noticed that too. Like every yeah. artist, North Carolina, one South Carolina, Black Zach, but yeah. Carolinas putting on for the Carolinas for sure. Carolinas, that's yeah. all. He, Carolinas on my back. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. I love it. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we we from the Carolinas. You know, I'm out in Texas now doing my thing, but I never forgot where I'm from. Yeah, but you um, brought Carolinas out to Texas, man. You know what I'm saying? You got that. It's a piece out there now, you know? And that's yeah, a great yeah. feeling. Big Texas thing. is like one of our biggest markets now. Houston is our biggest market on Instagram now. And it's like our second yeah. biggest market with the audio stream. So now Houston is a beast, bro. Go, I mean, I can tell you, man, go to Turkey Lake Hut. That's correct. There's <laughs> a place yeah, called yeah. The Address when you go down there. You're going to have a ball at The Address, like day party, turn night. Texas is amazing, man. I have a great time in Texas. Every time I go down there, man, Dallas, Houston, Austin. I ain't been to San Antonio. I flew through San Antonio. I've never got to really, you know, touch the grounds out there, but Texas is great. It's not as cultured <laughs> as the other cities, but you, man. <laughs> you remember that night? We, see, you remember that night? Uh, yeah, you I remember that. <laughs> Obviously, said it's on your house and places. That's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got some places, but yeah, it ain't the demographics ain't the same as uh, Houston or Dallas. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, bro, look, man, you know what? Sometimes it's good not to be in them demographics. You could, you know, jump in and jump right out, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for that, sure. That, 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 that's the best feeling. You know what I'm saying? When you got to be around something 24 7. And I think that's why I always have my probably migrate back there. Because it's, like, it's like, I always come to LA, I always come home. I'm never, I'm never going to leave. I'm never going to, you know, release anything that I have out here, but, you know, I love to see and live in a different place. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like hop, skipping and jumping away. Yeah. What What are some of the qualities you look for in an artist when you uh, are given the assignment to market that artist? You know what, man? I, I try to get, I try to get a body of work and listen to the body of work to hear how diverse they are or hear the different lanes they're going to. And then I want to sit down with them and listen to them and, talk to them and see what they, you know, what their dreams are and, you know, what their goals are, you know what I'm saying? And what they're trying to get accomplished on everything. Cause you know, we, we talk to these record labels. It's not like the artist is always talking to them. We have to go in there and speak to these labels on every half. And, you know, I always want to make sure I'm giving off the right, the right message. Or even when I'm talking to them, talking to other, you know, partners, um, social media partners, radio station partners, brand partners, like that, they understand who this artist is just by listening to me, just like if they was listening to them. I got you. I got you. I mean, so, I mean, to me, when that, when that comes in, it's like, you know, don't get me wrong. I've worked with many artists that I didn't understand their music. You know what I'm saying? But I see how it affects the culture and I see how people get it. So it's like, how do we spread that message out there further? You know? Mm-hmm. It's so many records. When I was working with Little Mosey at one point that he had, I'm like, bro, why don't you put this out? Like, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, man, you like, I'm like, Mosey, you like, you being, you, you speaking clearly, you speaking all right, people can hear what you say. And, but he, to me, had that mumble and it was just going, you know what I'm saying? And it just worked, you know what I'm saying? And some of them big records he had, they, they bigger than life, you know what I'm saying? And, Man, that dude to be, you know what I'm saying, so young to make these records is is unbelievable. Yeah, I remember when I first seen him, he was at uh 
Rolling Loud at, uh, in the Bay, I think. Uh, oh, you was there? I was there too. I went up there because my other artist was out there, Kamaya from the Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was on stage and then she came back out with YG. Mm-hmm. Um, with YG later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember. I was there, man. <laughs> the two day, yeah, two day was, event. Hey, yeah, that awesome. was that, out of ball that day. That, yeah, oh, yeah. Mosey did his thing and Kamaya, and that YG turned it up, turned it out that night. That was amazing. Man, one thing about YG when he do those shows. Like, shut him, Titty. Shut him, Titty. <laughs> <laughs> what you about to say when he doesn't show us what? Uh, you know, we, we've been to two. I've been to two shows with YG, and he always had the, the ladies. Oh yeah. The oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Show them things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It was so crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, this West Coast, man, like, you know, it's a staple, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You go out there and rock it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It was so crazy because of his connection with, you know, the music that he makes, you know what I'm saying? When Mustard was making, you know, it had that, you know, open feel too. And then with Kamal, it just, man, that 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 night was unbelievable. That was a great show that night. Yeah, I, I agree a thousand percent with that, man. Yeah. Out of bro. My feet was hurting, I promise you. After <laughs> Yours weren't. I was like, yeah, man. Cause, I mean, I, I, we left after that, and I was like almost 11, and I got there for Mosey at 12, so I feel you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. And let me, let me see. Let me see where I'm going to go with this. What, 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 can we, what can we expect from, from you in the near future? Man, growth, bro. I mean, for me, building this company to be, you know what I'm saying, bigger than what it is, you know? Like we just we just recently, two weeks ago, just got on, you know what I'm saying, billboards, uh, power indie players for independent companies. Man, I, that's amazing. And I'm super happy about that. But I want to be, you know what I'm saying, the next one, you know what I'm saying? I want to just be the power player for the uh, a music record label, not even indie, you know what I'm saying? I want to grow our company where we got a bigger staff. We have our own departments and stuff like that. That's my goal. My goal is, you know, Right now, like, you know, baby, you know what I'm saying, is bigger than life. And now we got Tootsie coming up right behind them that's going to be that act. So my thing is, like, who's the next one we're going to build up? And I feel like, you know, we got some great things coming, you know? I think T is about to be phenomenal. I feel like Molly's developing more and is going to be superstar. I feel like Zach, the DME slash South Coast Music Group thing is going to be a whole nother lane. So my thing is, like, to build out those different lanes and build their lanes and just keep building and building and building as high as we can build it. And to me, like when that happening, that's only going to be more way bigger for South coast. That's only going to be better for my future. So to me, if you ask me where you're going to see me in the future, man, on top somewhere, looking down, trying to see who we pulling up next. That's all I want to do. They got this famous saying, man, reach as you climb, bro. So every time we climb, I want to reach back and grab the next act and let's, let's start bringing them to the top. Yeah, the floodgates is open, man. Let's bring everybody with us. Y'all going to have the Mount Rushmore of the Carolinas? I mean, let's do all that, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Let's do all that, man. Uh, you know what? Not to be funny. Thank you for saying that's a good idea. I might want to use that. You write it down. You write that shit down. That's a good idea. Y'all already on my route on Mount Rushmore of the Carolinas, man, because y'all definitely put on for the Carolinas heavy. I love to see that, man, because I be feeling like, and then me as an artist, too, I be feeling like it's so much talent. I done met so many dope, like, artists just from this area, you know what I'm saying, the Carolinas, that be dope, like, yeah. having some hard stuff, and just for y'all yeah. to put 
going for the Carolinas. I, I love that shit. I'm, dude, you telling a boy that grew up in LA, I love it too. And it's like for me to like just adapt to that and you know put that put this company on my back as well and rep it. You know what I'm saying? And jump all the way into it. You know, I mean. I, I see the vision, man. I, I'm just blessed to be a part of this. You know, I'm I'm blessed to work with baby. I'm blessed to work with Tootsie. I'm blessed to work with Molly and work with Zach and work with, you know, T. And I, I'm blessed that they trust me, you know? Hey, how about this? The baby had double XL freshman 2019. Tootsie, double XL freshman 2021. How did hey, it make y'all feel, man? I mean, it, it feels great. I feel like I wanted to see Black Zach and uh, Stunner, Stunner for Vegas on here too. So it's like, I look, a win is a win. But, you know, I'm always going to ask for extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always want to ask for more. You know what I'm saying? And Double XL, man, Bianca and the great queen, Vanessa Grew, man, they're great people, man. And, you know, they believe in the SCMG brand. You know what I'm saying? They believe in our artists. They believe in our movement. And I'm just, you know, thankful that you know, they saw Baby as that superstar and they, they see Tucci the same way, you know? And and it just feels great. I mean, it feels great when, you know, to me, I look at our, I, I look at Tucci, you know, he's our LL and our Nelly, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's what he is, you know what I'm saying? Like, he raps about this and raps about that, but, you know, he knows his fan base is women and, you know what I'm saying? He's going to cater to them, you know what I'm saying? And he's going to do what he has to do. You know, we, we love right now that, the fellas is rocking with them too, but and I'm I'm super happy about that because I, I going back to marketing, you know, if I mean this just goes back to ancient time, like fellas is gonna do what is gonna make that woman happy, you know what I'm saying? So like if that woman like that song, the fella gonna play that song. So it's like I feel it's so great to know that we have, you know what I'm saying, a balance, you know what I'm saying, with fifty and fifty percent of women and fifty percent of men that's loving Tuesday right now. So that to me is gonna just make his, you know, his craft even better, and it's gonna keep growing his, you know, fan base. I mean, for me to see him and going on his Instagram and watching stories or watching a repost of dudes in the car rapping his music and singing along to these records, it's like, wow, this is amazing, you know? Yeah, he came from the the lyrical background because Johnny put us on his his throw his throwback stuff last night. So that we already know him, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? For him to come with that, you know, sitting in the car rapping and you know, freestyling and doing in a white uh Chevy truck and you know, to where he's at now, being super harmonizing and stuff, it's it's amazing. That Tucci just turned 21 years old. I can imagine where he's gonna be at about 25. I can imagine where he's gonna be at next year. Yeah, man. As, he stay in the studio, just like baby. They stay in the studio. Like it's like, okay, we all go to work. Okay, cool. I don't care how long we might sit on a video set with baby. He'd be tired. Let's go to the studio. Like that's just him. The same thing with Tutsi. Every time I talk to Tia, you know what I'm saying? If she not doing something with her daughter or doing something like that, she in the studio. Like, you know, same with mommy. Same with Zach. Zach developing this. I mean, it, it's great when you know you, you work with people that have the same vision you have. It's whack when you have to, when you love something and you have a bigger a bigger vision for the artist and the artist have for themselves. Like I can't want it. I can't want it better than you want it. It's your career. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it feels good when you have artists is like, man, I want it as bad as you want it. I want it more than. You. Like pushing, 
Bet. Bet. Big facts, man. I'm trying to push you. <laughs> I mean, I want to see you. I definitely want to push you off the ledge and see you fly because, I'm, I, man, I believe you can do it if you say you can do it. And, I mean, that's just, you know, a great feeling to have. Yeah, you got that. You got that word. You, you know what you know what to do with these artists, man, for real, you know. Man, you know, man, I've been blessed to learn and I'm I'm blessed to be able to adapt to each of them from, you know what I'm saying, in each of them situation and be able to connect with them and, you know, get their message out there and market them. And I, I mean, I'm blessed to have it. I mean, you know, like I said before, I mean, I got dyslexia, bro. And, you know, I, I used to hate reading. I used to hate this. and But, man, it's like, I feel like we all have something that we not, we all have a weakness, but then we all have something great about us. You know what I'm saying? And mine's been my personality and my creativity. And my weak part is my learning disability. So, hey, man, I listen, I don't believe in disabilities. I'm going to say this right here. You know what I'm saying? They say it's a disability. Nah, I just feel like you do it differently, man. You oh, no, no, no. Definitely. No, no, I I, I just want to, when, when I'm saying I do have a nice bit, I want people to know it ain't a problem with me. I love my mm. disability. I own my disability. I went to school and I use my resources for my disability. I mean, if I didn't have my disability, I, I don't think I would have graduated college. When I was in school, I'm, I know I'm going off the subject before, I didn't read none of my tests to me. I had somebody read my test to me so I can understand the question because if I read it, it wouldn't have said, it wouldn't, I wouldn't have read it that way. I had untimed tests. So I could, as long as I didn't get up, I went to the restaurant. I could sit there for eight hours and take my test. So my disability, I love it. I take it to advantage. You know what I'm saying? To my advantage point, I use my resources. You know, I why I say that is that I want people to, you know, I don't know what they have. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was watching uh, not too long ago on Instagram. This kid, it was balling, and then I looked. Mm-hmm. That dude only had one on, and it's like wow. Mm-hmm. So. He owned his disability and he bought it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, man, I I wear that on my shoulder. Like, you know, that's a proud thing for me. But I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I know that I know I'm not going to just type something and send it without proofreading it. That's a no-no for me. Like, I'm going to proofread that thing a couple of times. I even got this thing on my my computer and on my phone called Grammarly. And I type it in. And they'll tell me if I have the wrong punctuations. And I pay for it myself. But. I'm using that. I, I need that resource. Yeah, I, I had my grammarly days too. I used that with the APA papers and things yeah. like that. It helped oh, you put yeah. things in passive in uh, yeah. voice instead of passive voice. So it's yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah, because yeah. you never know, like like you know you writing something you thinking oh damn that's passive I didn't even look at it as a passive you know yeah. it's a great thing bro and I think if I didn't have it I wouldn't excel to where I'm at I think that's thanks. I would have never you. Know. I would have never played Q. I would have never met Mo. You know what I'm saying? To be where I'm at now, everything happens for a reason. I'm loving every moment of it. For sure, man. Thanks, thanks. So where did where did Pooh Jenkins come from? That's what I meant to ask you earlier. Yeah, I was looking I, at I that name for the longest. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, so when I was in school, man, when I first got to school, man, I was man, I was large and in charge. I was fat as hell. So, um, you know, but. When I got to school, like I said, the first year I was bored, man. I, I hated school. So when I got there, you know, we started bagging and dude called me Winnie the Pooh. And then we start saying, we're going to call you Pooh Bear. And I was there for that summer program for two weeks. And then when I came back and got into school that fall, 
you know, somebody was like, hey, man, they started introducing me. This is Pooh Bear. This is Pooh Bear. And I'm like, man, I got to drop that bear part. I'm cool with Pooh. And so when I kind of get an Instagram, I typed in Pooh in it. I was like, man, it was already taken. So I'm like, I need a last name. And I was like, I think I just watched Janky Promoters or something. And I was like, Pooh Jenkins. And I just typed it in. It wasn't taken. I just ran with it. Pooh Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> Just ran with it. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a little background on that. I'm always going to be pool. I'm always a fat boy. You know what I'm saying? Mine. So, like, pool ain't never going to go nowhere. But Jenkins, yeah, that's brand new. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, I, I was I was just wondering that. I'm like, damn, I meant to ask that earlier. But, you know, yeah. we freestyling this shit. So. I know, bro. That's what it's supposed to be about, man. I love when it's, it feel like a conversation and not like steady questions. That, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It feel more natural, bro. It yes, definitely sir. feels that. I mean, look, we've been on the phone for an hour and 15 minutes. I don't even feel like it. I feel like we're just talking. Yeah, we have our questions that we usually ask, but um, the in-between stuff be like, it's whatever. You know yeah, what yeah. Real talk. Real talk. Uh, who would you like to see on 1409 in the near future? You know, um, who, who would I love to see on you know, this kid, and I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm about to say I want to see everybody on here from SCMG, but we working on that. <laughs> yeah, outside of SCMG, it's a kid out of Atlanta I love. I used to work with, man. I think he's super talented. You know, I feel like, you know what I'm saying? He's going to have his tight, great ping. His name is 5 a.m. I love, I think y'all will have a great conversation with him. You know, he's young, but I mean, he's super talented, like I said, 5 a.m. Um, who else do I, would I like to see on him? I would love to see somebody old school on here for y'all to go back and forth and, you know what I'm saying, you know, ha- have a conversation on, you know, like a buster or something like that, you know what I'm saying, to discuss the old school and new school. And the funny thing about that, his first group was called Leaders of the New School. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's old, you know, he old school in the words of hip-hop now, but, I mean, man, Buster's a great man. I would love to see you guys do something like that, you know, at the same time. And See, then I, I like to see the universes, honestly, like, too. Yeah. I just, you know what? I think Buster was going to have to go up against somebody like, um, but like, I'm trying to think, like, it would have to be, like, to me, the whole T.I. thing, it was cool, but I think Buster would have to go up against somebody like uh, a Luda or somebody that's as animated as him, you know what I'm saying, that had that same music, feel-good music as him, you know? I was thinking Missy Elliott because they had the crazy videos and it was around the same, same era too. Same thing. Missy would be a great one. I think Missy would be a great one. I feel like that would be crazy. Just like I, I would love to see like a Pharrell and a Timberland go at it on it. You know, so even though Timberland one of the owners, but that, you know, that, that, that music, like it's like, I think that that time, you know what I'm saying? I think it'd be great. Yeah, Pharrell and Timberland. I think Timberland, the only person that would be able to go against Pharrell because of his uh diversity, different. That's genre. what I say. The diversity, yeah, bro. Definitely diversity. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? And they both out of VA, so that'd be like right, right up the block from each other. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would yeah. definitely be crazy. They, they need to go ahead and make that happen. I know he got he got even more songs he could play that he didn't play in the past two verses. So that. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. Let me ask you a question. So, you being an artist, bro, like, what's your next step? What, what would you tell the new access coming out? You know what I'm saying? You got a podcast. It was great for your outlet. You know what I'm saying? Well, what you feel that, you know, 
I know you're leading the pack on certain things that the other acts behind you don't have. So what you think the next act means? Or what yeah. they need to do to get their stuff out there? Like, what can you tell them a way that, you know, helped you out to get to, you know what I'm saying, where you at now? For one, man, you know, I'm still learning, you know what I'm saying? So, but I tell them for one, man, make sure you have your business, you know what I'm saying? Learn the business. For one, I, I feel like that's a big disconnect with, and like I say, I'm still learning the business. I, I had my, my run-ins with college, and you know what I'm saying? I went, mm -hmm. I had some personal things happen where I couldn't attend back. And gotcha. then when I finally decided to go back, I was like, man, I want to go back for what I love, which is music. So Beautiful. currently in school for that is just learn the business because a lot of artists, just younger artists, just see it as, man, I can get behind this mic and, you know, I got all the talent in the world. You know, I, I always like break down this pie chart. It's like yeah. a small percentage of your talent yeah, and a large percentage percentage of how much you know in the business. You know what I'm saying? So for one, I would tell them to learn the business, stay consistent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, be that, be themselves. Don't don't yeah. mimic anybody. You know what I'm saying? I feel like every time I I play a song, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's me. I you know I ain't trying to mimic nobody. Although yeah. I, I get inspiration from different artists. That's you know what I'm saying. But I, I just try to be true to me in every song. Just stay true to them. And uh, it's a team effort, man. I feel like. The independent wave has been something that something that's been going on, but you know what I'm saying? It's a team effort. A lot of people want to say I'm independent. I did it on my own, but it's a team. You know what I'm saying? You need to have a manager, somebody that could be in the trenches with you. You know what I'm saying? Just it's a team effort. You ain't if you're trying to do it by yourself, it's super hard. You know what I'm saying? I agree with all that. I definitely agree with all that. I definitely agree with all that, man. Yeah. Hey, man, well, look, my, I just want to say, look, I'm proud of y'all, man. I think, you know, I see y'all personalities. I love to hear some of your music, but, you know what I'm saying, even this show is great, bro. I mean, I could imagine, like I said, what it's going to be in the year, man. You know, I think y'all got the different elements, you know what I'm saying, especially being from Carolinas, but also, you know, living in two different cities right now is great, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and, and obviously it's working because your biggest following is in Houston, man. Which is amazing. Yeah, man. They they show love out there for real. We we go out there uh, like every couple months or every couple weeks, you know what I'm saying? Just tap in. We got we go I'm going out there this weekend. We got an interview on Juneteenth with uh Mr. Brian Will Turner. He owns uh the Pocket USA. So I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. So uh, uh super creative invention. What what is it? I'm about to show you. I had to. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I, thought, I, I thought you grabbed another special guest. I thought that's what you was doing. My bad. No, I had to go. Uh, so it's it's this is the device right here, the Pocket USA. This is the Pocket USA 2.0. So when you have an interaction with a police officer, let's say you get pulled over by the police, right? Yeah. You can uh put your documents in here, your license, registration, proof, proof of insurance. You can put it all in here. You can slide it in here. It's like a little sleeve. Mm -hmm. and, and the suction thing, you could just attach it to your window. So you have your hands on the steering wheel. They can just, when they come up to the car, they can just grab this and get your documents out of there. So you're not startling them. They're not startling you. So there's no, you don't end up on the news. You know what I'm saying? So it's designed to save lives. So we're going to be interviewing him on June 10th. Juneteenth, I mean, Juneteenth, June 19th. That's great, man. I love invention, man. I hope that works out for him, man. I mean, you know. Just saying that, man, it's, it's crazy, man, seeing all these, you know, 
different lives of, you know what I'm saying, minorities, you know what I'm saying, losing their lives. And it, it's crazy because, like, sometimes I watch the things and, you know, my mind, like, yo, why did they do that? Or why did they move this way? Or, like, you know, and it's crazy, man, because I feel like with even in us, I don't know if you saw that movie, uh, um, what's it called? What's it called? The hate they get that the hate they give us. Oh yeah. The hate the, you give. The hate you give. Now you know that's 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 the same thing. What that was with Tupac, that's what the thug on Tupac's stomach means too. So the hate you give in that movie when you know Pops, you know, saying set them down at the table and it's like, yo, we're gonna walk through this, you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like we're educating, you know what I'm saying, some of our you know, our peers, some of our minority uh, kids, you know what I'm saying, what to do. Like, what you just did right now was amazing. To say, like, this is what this is. You know, you put this on your thing, you know what I'm saying? So you don't have to do that. I remember as a child, man, like, and, you know, getting pulled over and sitting on the curb, and I'm thinking it's normal. Or uh, coming out to swap me with a fresh white tea and getting pulled over and laying the ground, like, I'm thinking it's normal. Like, that wasn't normal. I ain't did nothing. But, you know, I was educated because I had big homies. I had my older cousins like, hey, man, this had to happen. This is what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, some of those, those, those moments are scary. You know what I'm saying? You sitting there with guns pointed at you and this, that, and then. You're supposed to answer like you in school and nothing happened, and that's hard, you know? And right. I, I'm just blessed that, you know what I'm saying, a guy like that has a great intervention, man, because I feel like that can work with anything. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be educated to know how to, look, I'm getting pulled over. Just stick this on your window. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and also, like, if, if you don't have windows, let's say you got a Jeep Wrangler or something, you got the shit with no windows, you got the magnet, you could just put it outside the door on the door of your vehicle and yep. they still get it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, look, put on the rear view. I mean, put on the mirror on the uh, on the uh, side view mirror. You know, I look, I think that's good. I hope that, you know what I'm saying? That is, you know, I feel like that cut down a lot of things, you know? I, I feel like in, in those situations, man, it's I'm not saying I, I watch those things. I'll be like, no, half that stuff. Like, man, it's crazy, man. That, they doing this and they doing that. And they, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, I feel like sometimes, like, man, just shut up and just answer the question. You know what I'm saying? Like, for, like, mm-hmm. look, the quicker you do that, man, and I'm not saying you ain't wrong for being mad. And I ain't saying you ain't wrong for knowing that, you know, they doing us wrong and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't get, we can't get past that. You know what I'm saying? Just like we can never get past, you know, sometimes the black cop showing out for the white cop. You know what I'm saying? Or you know, this person doing this person, you know? For sure. So damn, this, this, this is their website right here, the, the Pocket USA, you know what I'm saying? So hey, That's dope, man. I, yeah. Like I said, bro, like, go ahead and play that thing. I ain't mad. Like, I, I, I think this a is good. A single traffic stop can take a turn for the worse. Due to our anxiety or just the fear of the police officers, there is no need to panic or reach. I introduce to you the Pocket. This product is for our safety and the officer's comfort. As you get pulled over, have your license and insurance inserted in the pocket. Place it on the outside of the door. As the officer walking up, he will visibly see the pocket on the door with your license and insurance and will also see your hands visibly on the steering wheel. 
The pocket will also help with social distancing due to COVID-19. The officer will take the pocket to his car, run your license, and return the pocket to your door. He will insert your citation if there is one, and both parties will drive away safely. My message to you, survive the encounter with the police officer. Get home. The pocket for our safety and the officer comfort. Yeah, man. man. And see, right there, what he just said is what I was trying to say. Man, do anything just to survive that situation, bro. Like, I don't care. They 100% wrong, man. Just do whatever it is to survive that situation, bro. Because we losing too many of us, man. And I say as I mean minorities, period, bro. All but some senseless BS. I'm telling you. And we look forward to speaking with him about how he came about this and how he designed it. Well, probably not how he designed it because that's yeah. a secret. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, but I mean, that's, I mean, but it's dope, man. Like, you never know, you know what I'm saying? Who thought Instagram was going to be what it was? Who thought Facebook was going to be what it is, man? Like, that thing might save many people's lives, man. That's great. You know what I'm saying? He's trying. He's putting an effort, putting a foot forward. That's amazing, you know? Yeah, yeah, and he's already making moves. He's been on Fox 26 News in Houston and been on many other podcasts and other platforms. So people are definitely knowing people definitely know about this product and they uh they tap would be, be dope, man. Is like would be dope for if where's he based out of? Houston. It'd be dope if I mean not to be like that, but shoot. The city of the the city of Houston or the mayor of Houston should, you know what I'm saying? buy those and give those things out. You know what I'm saying? To people, you know what I'm saying? Even the law enforcement will say, you know what? Let's try this. These things ain't, you know, other, all these other methods ain't work. Let's try this. Let's put this out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We gonna buy them. Just come get it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever way they get them. But I mean, that would be amazing. You know what I'm saying? They putting a the foot forward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So peep this. The uh, There's a, a young lady that's running for mayor of Houston 2024. She's also a law enforcement officer in Houston. So she's she's pushing this product as well. I'm so. glad she's embracing that. I'm glad. Yeah, that's beautiful. Mr. Robin Williams. She's running for mayor 2024 Houston, Texas. We interviewed her as well uh May 29th. So then yeah, so yeah. that's great, man. You know she's gonna be great. Her last name Williams. You know, you can't get <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, man, that's, that, 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 that's good man you know I, I think we need more of that bro I, I definitely think we need more of that man I, I'm glad to hear that man that's amazing yeah, man. I, you know it's so crazy man I'm sitting here thinking about just the different encounters I had as a child and teens it's like wow like until you brought that thing I never really looked at it like that like that's crazy so I'm yeah. glad somebody's making a change or trying to make a difference man that's a beautiful thing telling you man like it's it's genius. It's a genius. It I is. In my truck. I keep one right here so I can put it on the screen like when, when recording and all that. Yeah. I mean, do that, man. Like, that's marketing right there, man. Marketing one-on-one. So you can stick to anything. Stick it to my screen. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, they about, yeah, a lot of people that is about seeing and feeling and knowing. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't go into the stock market and stuff like that because it's like man i'm giving you my money but i don't see what i'm getting right away you know what i'm saying so to see this product and somebody to see it right and see how it's used it's like okay yeah i get it i want to dive in i want one you know but if you told me like look investing this is going to be popping you know here here and there a lot of people are like oh no nah, i'm cool 
But when they see it, just like I got it when I saw it, like, oh, that's, a, that's a dope idea. Yeah, yeah. And this is to show you the website and the video, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. I mean it look like that look like an informational video that you know that you will see on PBS or one of these other, you know, informal stations, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's simple and basic. Big facts. Hey Guala, you ready for that question of the day? Yeah, yeah man. You know I keep the question of the day on deck, man. We know <laughs> we asked you a lot of questions, but we got the question of the day segment, man. The question of today is what do you feel like, you know, since you work with music and the arts, what do you feel like the arts provide for society? Oh, man, man. Let's just be real. I mean, our country is built off the arts because the arts come from the culture. And our country is built off of the arts because the arts, I mean, a country is built off our culture, which, you know what I'm saying, is in everything that we do, you know? Like, every, I mean, you, you, you look at all these brand partnerships or like you look at these, you know, what commercial I was just watching the other day? Oh, well, let's go back. Let's, let's, let's look at that Scoop There It Is commercial. You know what I'm saying? With the, you know, that was a big record in 1991 and they over there scooping ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a cultural move. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that, that's an art form for our country, culture. You know, those drum beats and stuff like that come from, you know what I'm saying? The drums that were getting beaten on in Africa and stuff like that. And now it's like, you know, you, you make music now, everybody want an 808 drum, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody, they want to have that feel, you know? So, even with the drawings and stuff, you look at Ernie Barnes, like back in the seventies and stuff, he had cultural art that just related to people because it was so realistic. You know what I'm saying? Um, you look at, you know, some of these movie directors like Spike Lee and stuff like that. I mean, he's made movies, you know what I'm saying? And continues to make movies that is for the culture, you know what I'm saying? That represents our culture, you know? So I feel the arts to us is a part of life, you know? I mean, I I just feel like, you know, it drives everything. If we don't have arts, like, I could imagine, like, what designs would look like. You know what I'm saying? What, what certain things, you know, music would sound like if it wasn't there. You know? You you look at, you look from poetry to people that do minds to artists. All that is a part of an art form. Thanks. What you guys are doing right now is a part of an art form. You know what I'm saying? You guys are using a part of an art form and putting it out to the world and spreading it to everywhere. So I think art is in every day of our life. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I get up in the morning and the first thing I do besides brush teeth and everything is I'm turning on music. Like, you know, it, it's just a part of this. And and when you say art, art is can is every is a wild range word, you know? Yeah. Architecture, he's an artist, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, an art could do he, a, a shoe designer. He's an artist. You know what I'm saying? A car designer. He's an artist. I mean, let's look at Tesla. You know what I'm saying? What you like about? He's an artist. Like, art is everything. For sure. I don't think none of us will survive without art. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Like, man, it, it runs everything. It's a part of our culture. Like, you know, I mean, look at the look at our food. You know what I'm saying? That's art. <laughs> That's art. The presentation. The way it looks, like the way, like that's art. Like the way, the way that turkey leg look on that plate. 
Turkey leg, turkey leg, turkey leg, with all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, you look at you look at it, you know, two thousand calories worth of art, but it's amazing. The presentation, <laughs> amazing. You know what I'm saying? You know, you go to Papa Do's. They got a drink called the Three Wheel Motion. That thing is artwork. You know what I'm saying? The three levels. It's like wow, like man, art, creativity, and culture. I feel like that just drives us. And, you know, our culture brings out all this art, man. It's crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy that I, it's crazy to see how different people in different cultures hate, you know what I'm saying? Hate each other's culture, but we steal from each other's culture every day. Fair. We take that art from each other's culture every day. And that's wild. Yeah, man, I, it's amazing. My answer would be to basically just summing up everything you said. Uh in so many words, I was just going to say, I feel like art provides a portal for us to have a, a connection to to like the mind, body, spirit. You know what I'm saying? I feel like art is just a portal to that connection because, like you said, we take from each other's cultures. But in reality, we're connecting with each other in ways that we don't care to like share or understand. So I feel like it's a portal. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Connectivity. Another good question of the day, per the usual, you know. What happened? What's your answer? We got two answers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, just, hey, you just slid off like, okay, I'm gonna die for answer on that one. Like, you ain't funny, bro. What's your answer? Like, go, go ahead, ask the question one more time. What, what do you feel like art provides to society? Man, like. I agree with a lot of things y'all saying, but art provides a lot of things. The design of buildings, like you think of it, you got art, you got architecture. It's not the same word, but you can see where I'm going with that. Yeah. You're designing things, you design the buildings, infrastructure, the roads, the railways, mm-hmm. the airways, you know what I'm saying? It all involves art. So yeah. art is where is uh it's a part of where you at and it's a part of where you're going. So that's that's where I'm gonna go with that. Real talk. I like that answer. It's a part of where you at and part of where you going. Yeah, and a part of where you been too. That's <laughs> yeah. Definitely a part of where you been. That's real super facts on them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the question of the day, fire. And yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. I, think, I think a lavish person gonna get thrown off by that question. Yeah. <laughs> We got a question of the day, don't we? Uh, we supposed to add the word of the day to it. Oh, uh, I ain't. You know, it was a new segment. Somebody put on us. We needed a word of the day. <laughs> I hey, ain't even thought about it. I got you. The word of the day is Juneteenth. Juneteenth is officially going to be a federal holiday. It was approved by the House and the Senate. So, Fact. yeah, that's that. Hey, you you know what's so crazy to me? Um, just like Juneteenth, like you know. Growing out in the West, we didn't grow up learning about Juneteenth in schools. I didn't learn that, like I said, until I went down south and fam you. But I got a, I got a, I got a, uh, an email notification earlier from um, from one of the record labels saying that hey, tomorrow uh, we'll be closed because we're celebrating Juneteenth. You know, we're recognizing Juneteenth, and it's crazy, man. How and I, I mean how a man had to lose his life, you know what I'm saying, for these companies, you know what I'm saying? And not just music companies, just companies, period, to recognize, like, Juneteenth. Juneteenth was so long ago. 
You know what I'm saying? 1965, like so long ago. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're just recognizing this. Man. Like, it's, you know, I hate that that brother lost his life, but I hope that brother sees what his life, losing his life, has done for this country. Like, you know, and, you know, brought more awareness to certain things that we already were aware about, but like brought it to light. You know what I'm saying? Whoever thought in DC, the mayor was gonna write up Pinson Avenue Avenue, Black Lives Matter. That's why, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things were, you know, done, you know what I'm saying? Because of this. And it brought a lot of eyes, you know what I'm saying? Because all these other people that passed before him, it's like, man, you know, here's another one. And then you see what was what happened right after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's sad. I, man, it's sad that we had to lose another person's life. But then it's like, wow, like, you know, I I hate that all these things happened because of that, that chain reaction, because of what we lost for that. But it's like, wow, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And, you know, we talking about Houston. That's Houston all day. Yeah, and Texas all together, like. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I, no I'm not me. I'm just talking about George, like, being from Houston. Not, 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 <laughs> not, saying, not saying the whole thing. I get you. Yeah, I agree. But I'm just saying, like, just representing, like, he from Houston. That's just crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I'm just glad that, you know, people are putting the fort effort to do better you know what i'm saying i don't care if it's fake or not they still put the four the foot forward to do better facts yeah federal holiday i feel like that's amazing that's a, that's a step in the right direction for sure big step you know i don't know if you know this no but like back in uh right when president trump right when he was uh not trump right when uh damn i should be slapped for saying that right when obama was leaving um you know, they had to sign off on a law to let us vote again. Because when they gave us the right originally, it was like after so many years, it, it wasn't like a regular law. Like you had to, they had to re-vote on that to let us vote again. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. I wasn't even old enough to vote like when he, uh, his first term. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just crazy. But it's like. Yeah. Man, exercise your right to vote, man, for everything, man. I'm glad that everybody came out this time to vote. You know what I'm saying? I, and I don't care which, who you voted for. I'm just saying that you came out and voted, just period. You, you you used your right to exercise your right to vote. And I feel like, you know, it's messed up sometimes when people got to go to jail and stuff like that, and they can't vote, but they still got to come home and pay taxes. Yeah, that's that's facts right there, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just ass backwards. Hey, brother, but look, man, I feel like what you guys are doing, getting this message out there, man, talking to all these different people, man. And I'm glad you're not just talking about music people when you're doing inventors like you guys are doing. That's amazing, man. That's I mean, that's definitely a round of applause, man. From me, from SMG to y'all, man. Keep doing what y'all doing, bro. That's 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 a beautiful thing. Hey man, we appreciate you. We we already talked to uh, quite a few of you all from South Coast, but we're looking to talk to all of you behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, on the scene, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna be out there to make that happen. You know, I definitely will do that. I'm gonna definitely do my part to make that happen. Hey, for sure, we appreciate it. And uh, whenever we in the same area you in, we gonna tap in with you. Man, real. just hit me, man. Just hit me, man. I make sure Bianca give you on my cell number. You ain't got it and stuff. And just reach out, man. I'm always here, bro. 
I don't pick up, text me, I'm gonna text you right back, I'm gonna call you back. But uh, I'm not gonna I'm not that fool that don't respond. Already, I, I appreciate you, man. We nah, appreciate you. Nah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. You know, y'all stay blessed, man. Thanks for I mean a hundred percent thanks for having me, man. Out of ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for whatever y'all need, man. And uh keep being successful, man. Yes, sir. Uh, uh definitely, man. Thanks again. Yes, sir. All right, we got uh, one more segment on here. Got that down. This or that. Okay. Ooh, what we got here? What we got here? No AC in the summertime or no heat in the wintertime? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but you know I hate to be cold, so I'm going to have to go with no AC in the summertime. I can turn the fan on or some shit, put that box fan in the window or something, you oh, know, yeah. take it back. All like being hot. I'm hot right now, so I, I, I'm gonna say no, no heat in the wintertime. I'd rather have no heat in the wintertime than no AC in the summertime because you can damn put on, you can layer up and get warm. But if you hot, you can you still gonna be hot whether you got on a lot of clothes or no clothes. You still gonna be hot. Like, take so. your skin off. You ain't saw that new thing everybody doing. You still gonna be hot if you could take your skin off. You still gonna, <laughs> you gonna be hotter. Shit. So, yeah, I'm going with no. No heat in the wintertime. Uh, I don't know. I can't. That that damn. Sheesh. Cause sometimes them layers don't. Them layers don't do nothing for them phalange. You put them gloves on and shit. Them damn hands still be cold. You better put them. You better put them hands on your chest or something. Put them hands. <laughs> put them hands on the nuts. <laughs> Fuck that man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, I'm standing on my decision. No, I'm standing on mine too. What, what else yeah. we got? What else we got here? Um, I was gonna say, man, uh, purified water or spring water. Man, I had some good spring water, and it was black on. It's actually the artesian water. I don't know if it's spring water. I'm gonna go with spring water. Yeah, I gotta rock with the spring water. Don't do it purified. Yeah, we got, yeah, I gotta go with the spring water because that water was that water was delicioso and I ain't even had it cold or nothing. I drink my water room temperature most of the time. So yeah, yeah. That. I don't I don't know. Some shit they give me. I don't, think I don't have that. to pay for I don't have to pay for water ever again. Ever? I don't know what brand this is. I know a I know what brand that is. I used to work at Big Lots. That's that Crystal Geyser right there. Yeah. Crystal Geyser. Yeah. Spring water. I don't have to pay for water ever again. Oh, you getting that thing by the boatload. Oh, man, <laughs> you know I ain't saying too much, but you know. <laughs> crystal guys, I don't know where that shit came from, but where they make it at, or where they have what the headquarters at, but it's decent, you know. Uh, it ain't the best, but it's decent. 
Yeah, as long as it don't taste like plastic, I'm good with it. For sure, for sure. But see, make sure y'all follow Garrett Williams. Shout out to uh, him. Shout out to South Coast Music Group. Make sure y'all follow Garrett Williams on Instagram at Pooh Jenkins. <laughs> Pooh Jenkins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Follow South Coast Music Group on Instagram. Follow the whole label. Everybody on the label. If I if we can find them, you can find them. So then make sure y'all follow them. Also, Thanks. follow us on Instagram at 1409 Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter because we got some shit going on this weekend, possibly <laughs> on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I want to miss. So it's close <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's some shit going on this weekend that you don't want to miss. So make sure y'all tap in on Twitter. Uh, What else? We on uh, Always Press Record TV. Download that on your Fire TV or your Roku. Nobody grinds like us. Network. Download that on your Apple iOS device or your Android device. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all that shit. And make sure y'all shopping with Express Clothing. They have... Something for men and women. You know, you can go to Express and then right next door they got Express men. So you can take your lady out there. You can go look for your shit and she can look for her shit and vice versa. Blase, blase. So yeah, that's that. Follow me on Instagram, 843 Ambassador. You can see me in some Express because I'm an ambassador for Express. And what you do with that thing? I put it together. <laughs> <laughs> put that thing together. Where can they follow you? You know, it's your boy Guala Me Swirl. You can follow me on IG at Guala Me Swirl. Man, it's Guala Me Swirl on all the music screaming platforms. Make sure y'all tap into the music. You know what I'm saying? Godly Intuition been out almost a month. Coming up on a month. You know what I'm saying? Video's about to drop soon, so be on the lookout for that. You know. Yes, sir. All right. We got it's the 1409 podcast, and we out. Peace. Can't dig my soul. Can't dig my soul. Can't dig my soul. Yo, Miro, you ain't in. Most of my thoughts be daily. My mind is a lethal Too many people flexing. Baby, I need that real. Show me some real love for once. Don't make me get out of character. Bring me all that you got. What makes you think I can't handle you? Know I'm allergic to gold diggers. Know I'm allergic to soul diggers. Fuck around and did some soul searching. Got some clarity. Now I'm all certain. Why I'm so different from niggas? My ambition is vicious, ridiculous. Rhymes are they tired and sick of me? I was down and they laughing, they shit on me. I'm about to post so sympathy. I'm gonna make them come alive. I hear evil on my shoulders. You don't wanna be you that side. I've been walking through the darkness. Can you point me to the light? I got hustle in my jeans. You can see it. You can see it. I don't fuck up chances. Yeah. I guess you could say I learned lessons. Everybody, y'all have clout chasing. Uh-huh. 
just wanna know how you feel. My ego big, I'ma make it fit. Even under pressure, I'ma make it work. Got me started in the dirt first, so all this pain's a blessing. It's not a curse. I'ma make it do something good. Now they wanna ride my way. It's just a date. I couldn't even find my way. If you ain't tryna keep that shit silent, you can't get the fuck out my face.